Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting weapons. <laughs> In a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the... The Rabbit Hole Podcast. Live from underground. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rabbit Hole Podcast. This is episode number... Eighteen, Yes, welcome to the Rabbit Hole Podcast. We're going to be doing something a little different this week. I didn't get to sit down with the guys this week to discuss any other news that's going on. Like, of course, we do have a couple of things that's going on. It's going to be coming up soon. Um, it, first of all, VRCom. But I do get... Uh, we'll get into more into that here later. But I do have a special guest with me today for this episode. We're just doing this small interview interview series where I'm sitting down with a bunch of my streamer friends that also do the same thing as me and the other guys do. We stream. It's just, just it's a fun thing for all of us, and you know we all became friends in the same aspect, and so we're bringing bringing our friends on into the into the podcast and letting you guys get to know them, kind of kind of spread the word about for everybody. So. My first guest on this interview series is Mega G Wolf. Hello. So Mega, uh, tell me uh, to get everybody to get everybody uh, into like for those that don't know you, what would you tell them to let them know what you do on your on your Twitch channel? I do basically a little bit of anything. I am variety, although you'll definitely see me focus more on certain aspects. Uh, retro gaming is a big part of me because I grew up playing all of these games back on the old NES, you know, Sega Mega Drive days mm -hmm. all the way up to now. I have gamed most of my life, so there is a big nostalgia factor, but I'm not afraid to dive into the more modern, uh, occasionally AAA, although most commonly indie titles. Um, so you'll see me do all kinds of things. Now, when you speak of indie titles, do you have uh, anything that comes to the top of your mind that uh, has to be your favorites? Usually, I'd say I gravitate towards survival games or roguelike slash roguelites. Oh, okay. Uh, those are, like, my favorite kind of the games, but I'll generally try most things that I'm interested in anyway, whether it be racing, platforming, RPG, whatever. There you go, there you go. And you you also occasionally dip into the uh, the world of VR, don't you? Yes, yes. Although I would say a majority of my time in VR is uh, off stream, it is uh, off I camera, do... right? Yeah, I will. I will uh, occasionally indulge in streaming VR related content, uh, specifically VR chat. Yeah, m like most of the time when you guys see him, see him in uh, VR chat. Uh... On Saturday nights, you can find him, but you won't find him live. You'll find him probably drunk somewhere in a corner. But that's a whole yes. different story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But it is, uh, it's a pleasure having you on this show. You have, uh, like, over the course of the last, what, what would you say, about a month, last month and a half? Oh, about, oh, about say, about two months. Like, uh, you just found me randomly on your recommended list, and we just slowly became friends because of the whole nostalgic kind of aspects that we both share with our, what, with our stream, stream, streaming aspects, I guess, the way that our, uh, that our, uh, characters and our the way that we like have have our look and everything the whole the whole synthy uh, thing aesthetic our, yeah. <laughs> our aesthetics yes but um that's a weird word but um either way 
we kind of became friends over that, and you've hung out with me a lot. Uh, some people might know you from seeing you on my stream, for those that, what, that listen to the podcast uh, from that. But um, I also know for a fact that you were also a big Dragon Ball fan, are you not? Ah, yes. Uh, I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. Oh, God. So... <laughs> Love Dragon I was, Ball. Uh, I was in the era where it's like, hey, it was on Cartoon Network. Uh, oh, then yeah. someone said a damn word at some point, and they were like, no, take the show off. And then it was gone forever, and I couldn't find it. And then I found out it was on this other channel called Toonami, which then was like a separate play. It was weird. It was a, uh, it was but, a weird transition to Toonami for all of Dragon Ball, for a lot of yeah, us. I, we was there, I was there when new episodes were being released in English. I was there when, you know, my only source of it was the ocean dub and I got the original It's Over 9000! <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, classics. And then I just stuck with it since. I've played the games. I've, it's just always been a part of my life. So. And you gravitated yeah. more towards uh, Vegeta as being one of your favorite characters, right? Yes, I will say that he certainly became one of my favorite characters when I decided to start imitating. <laughs> in general, yeah, he's always been, he's always been like, I've liked his design and his just like badassery. And badassery. Yeah. That, yeah. So. Like one of my favorite things like that you've done in, with with your Vegeta voice so far is the whole thing. I don't know who clipped it, but someone clipped it on my, uh, on one of my streams just a couple of days ago. Um, of when you were your own uh, legendary Super Saiyan Vegeta, and I asked you, "How can you see? You have no pupils." And he goes, and then you go, just blank stare. <laughs> Please help me. I'm blind. <laughs> I, I was. I sat there. I don't know who clipped it, but thank you who clipped it because I watched that same clip for at least five minutes. Cause I just, I just kept laughing at that. That was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. But uh, my, yeah, I like that. I like being able to take a very serious character and making him an idiot. <laughs> Make him an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's the fun part. Of it. That's a great part. Uh, but uh, my next question on for you is like, what got you into streaming? What got what brought you to Twitch? Oh man, you're gonna have to do like the wavy transition, you know, xylophone descending. <laughs> Back in the day. So I've been doing this for a long time because technically streaming isn't where I started. I'm actually, I would say that instead of being a streamer, I would actually say it's more accurate to say I'm a YouTuber because mm. I have been, I've had a channel since late 2008 and I've been posting videos for over a decade. So wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been going for a very long time. Um, and, uh, I mean, my reasoning for starting was, uh, I mean, to to cut a long story short, basically, uh, I found myself uh, falling out of a friendship mm. over an MMO, of all things. Yeah, been there, and, done that. Uh, and I kind of deleted that said MMO because they were like the only reason I got on, really. And then I realized that that friendship was kind of what my life had revolved around for the past two years. So... I was left with nothing to do. Right. I got bored and I was just searching the internet. I think at one point I'd heard about like emulation. Um, and I was like, oh, well, I wonder if I can find like a Mario oh. game to play or something. Right. And instead, uh, 
Google recommended a series on YouTube instead, which was Mario themed. It was like a Mario ROM hack. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the hell is this? And it, the Let's Play Pose Adventure, it was called. And I, I'd never heard of this. It was a Let's Play. I'd never heard of that before. And this is back in, you know, 2008 when the term Let's Play was still very this new. It's still very new. Yeah, we were, we were yeah, just coming so... out of the gates of YouTube. And now it's just so, something that's big and trendy. And can, yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing on how, how far it's come in the last uh, 12 years now. Yeah, it must be. Um and yeah, I just I just saw this video and I'm like, what the hell? And it, it led me on a path of like going and watching another series this creator had made who uh, was friends with someone else who joined him in this one and had his channel linked. And I was like, okay, I'll go and check out this person. And then I, I started finding more and more. And in the end, <laughs> my actual reason for starting YouTube was because I wanted similar footing to find friends right it wasn't because of like i wanted to try it out because i liked the idea of having something creative to focus on because i had worked on videos prior never posted them online because i i didn't actually have the internet until i was quite a bit into my into my teens right so i was already making videos before that but for just myself or my friends so the idea of doing gameplay stuff kind of intrigued me anyway and i was like well i you know maybe if i start doing this too that'll be a good like gateway into me being able to find other people that that do this to find other people that that share that share that same aspect of what you do and what you have fun with i can see that 100 percent. like i've like i came from a okay I also have a YouTube channel that I'd done for 10 years before I came to Twitch, but neither of the two has ever collided because they were two completely different aspects, and I did find friends in both ways. And when I came into Twitch and everything, this was a, the way that, the reason that I came to Twitch anyway was because YouTube at that time was starting to become more like. I never really. I never really got what I really wanted out of it. And for YouTube, for me, it was more or less like it felt more of a job than a hobby. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that 101 bit. And then it just came down to one of my friends. It's like, hey, why don't you just start streaming? And and that's what got me into Twitch anyway. But uh, that's it's not about me in this case. I can get I can get 100 percent behind that. Um, Yeah. And basically, it was kind of a progression from there. Like, <clears throat> eventually, I uh, found a found uh, like the social links of whatever was available of, of uh, you know the people I was watching at the time. And then someone was streaming on a service called uh, UStream, which I don't even know if that still exists anymore. Is that a uh, thing? or if it I does, if it's that. if it's the same thing? <laughs> yeah, I know. Whoa. <laughs> and, and like, okay, I. I visit this place i'm like oh streaming video games that's interesting like live weird so i try out on there and i i try streaming on that platform for a while um and then i hear about uh well i hear about justin tv and then it uh transfers over to like gaming i'm like oh twitch okay and then so instead it was just a like all right well instead of using ustream we'll go and try twitch right 
and I created so like if you see me talking in a Twitch chat, you can see that my account was created in 2009 on Twitch, which wow. I think was I think it was still called Justin at the time. Yeah, I think yeah, I I Justin Justin TV. Justin. I remember yeah. back in the day, like when when Twitch when this is ba when I just used Twitch as just something uh, to watch other people on, and I still had an account. But I remember back in the day that they had this option where you could go to Justin or Twitch, and this is when everything was migrating to the Twitch platform, and they were trying to get rid of the Justin name. Do you remember that? vaguely <laughs> that, that that was quite some time ago <laughs> yeah a lot of I, it's probably a case of like if i think about the scenario yeah it'll probably come back to me but i've had there's a lot of information that i've had to take in over the years and that's not exactly <laughs> oh yeah that's not yeah i get that i get that but there's like as you was talking talking about earlier to, earlier about the uh about the emulators like i have i've done my own hand on a bunch of emulators like one of my favorites has to be the dolphin emulator i love playing old old gamecube games i like going back to my childhood playing like uh mario kart uh what was the double dash mario kart double, double dash, dash. Yeah. i love double dash uh luigi's mansion the very first one i love that game to death uh but like the whole the the whole thing with it so far like I like like I remember this. Uh, I believe it was on Dolphin as well that you could also do sixty four. I'm not sure that there was another emulator that you could do N sixty four games on. Uh, N sixty four. Oh god, what did I do that with? Because like now is different. I remember Dolphin was GameCube. We I did it do N sixty four. It might have done. I don't remember if it did or not, to be quite frankly. But that's because nowadays, if I'm gonna do a Nintendo 64, I'd use Bizhawk. Ah, uh, um, okay. But I don't know what the Project 64. I think it was. I think yes. I think yeah. it was Project 64. Yes, I believe there is a mod where you could play multiplayer uh, Mario or Super Mario 64, and it's so freaking wonked out because <laughs> you play as luigi and you like the camera doesn't focus on both of you it just focuses on a center spot so you both can run out of distance of the camera like going in opposite directions and it really freaks it the fuck out like it's just <laughs> it's it's so much fun to really mess up like one of my favorite things was seeing this one person i can't remember what it was but somebody was taking an emulator and breaking a playstation one um like it would do the whole intro and it would like it was like so broken it was just so hilarious like if you remember the playstation logo the the ps logo it would break it to where in some cases it would just say p and the s would be all over the place scattered because it was 3d rendered models and it wasn't like it was a video it was 3d rendered rendered models that popped up from whenever you put in the game and he basically screwed it up so bad that those 3d rendered models were just going all over the place it was so funny but that uh, sounds like uh, corruption, because uh, I know I, I've done my my share of corrupting video games. Oh, uh, yeah. Where... Yes. Yes. I, I watched you uh, while I was at work for a little bit because I had some time to sit down. I watched you uh, breaking Sonic. Uh, wasn't that what was that? What was that? That was a whole thing that was going on that week, wasn't it? Oh, well, that week specifically, the week you're talking about is something called the Sonic Hacking Contest. 
And mm. what that is, is uh, there are tools out there and, and ab the ability to be able to change and modify uh, the old ROMs of Sonic's 1, 2, 3, and so on. Uh, or sometimes you, you know mod the more modern stuff like Sonic Mania. So what you were watching was actually um, creative, like, you know, redesigns of the original, like new gimmicks, new graphics or stuff. I actually do, like, that's one of my more popular series on youtube is the sonic hack showcase which i basically since 2009 have, have you know gradually gone over and showed all these like different uh sonic rom hacks uh corruption is something completely different what it does is it takes the code or the assets within a rom or a game and jumbles them up and completely fucks them with them so like it's so hilarious it, though when it breaks though <laughs> oh yeah no it's great i mean that's that's the intention of the corruptor is to break stuff and there are corruptions where you can do the corruption and then you play as is or there is a more advanced piece of kit which is called the real-time corruptor which does it as you play and that can be that can have crazy results Oh, I believe, I, yeah, because I believe I remember I sat down and watched uh, somebody playing uh, in, in 60, Mario N64, and it was on a, no, 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 it was, um, sorry, this is completely off topic from where we left off on your backstory, but uh, I just we just need to get this out of the way because you reminded me of emulators and all this other stuff, but, um, it was uh, Super Mario Sunshine. This one dude did an entire series on playing this game, but in different forms of it being corrupted. And it was so hilarious. Like, I yeah. loved every minute of it. <laughs> the, one, the wonderful thing about it is, like, the more modern technology you corrupt, the more chance it has to break, but the more chance it has to do ridiculous things, especially to physics. It can do some absolutely wild <laughs> stuff. Like, I I can't <laughs> I can't remember the amount of times that uh, I've seen character models just have like low gravity or just fly around or zip <laughs> and do all sorts of nuts. You know, the palettes going crazy, like lighting being affected or the the size of models being stretched out and stuff. It's it gets crazy. Oh yeah, I say it does. But uh, let's go back to where we were with you. You said okay. the last thing we were was Justin TV. Yes. So yeah, um, I had I had started YouTube because I wanted to meet people, which then you know was a progression to me, uh, finding myself in in Twitch, and I started streaming. Uh, well, it must have been. Hmm, let's see, because I was on I was on Ustream for a little while, like I. Had, like a year or two, I think. Um, so I must have started actually streaming probably around 2012, 2013, maybe, on Twitch. Uh, maybe. I, my mind is, like, fuzzy on the exact date. But right. uh, I've had partnership, for example, for about... It must be seven-plus years now. Damn. Yeah, I've had partnership on Twitch for a while. Uh, back when <clears throat> it was completely a different beast, um, <laughs> like the concurrence you needed were way higher than right. you need now. But but also that was if you were applying. But I also had 
um, my YouTube background and the fact that they were looking for specific people that were playing specific games. They were actually actively seeking out people and uh, I actually got my, my name recommended to me uh, or uh, to them uh, and they partnered me through that. So that is my, that is absolutely really cool. Yeah, my 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 partnership was is is a old breed. It's a it's completely different than what it is nowadays. Well, that that just that gives that symbol just a little bit more to you. That gives that symbol just a little bit more uh, credence. Uh, that gives that a little bit more um, like. And I'm not and I'm not narking on anybody that's reached partner after they changed the whole thing but to me nowadays it's just there's a lot of streamers that you'll see partner push partner push partner push and they're just trying to get uh, 75 viewers as an average honestly if it ever happens to me it happens and either way i'm having fun with with what i have um i enjoy what i do for me it's just a to, it's just a hobby like yeah i have a full-time job and everything and it's i would love to do this full-time but at the same time it's something that i want to work on myself and get there myself i don't want to i don't want to do any kind of pushes per se like as a lot of today's streamers do i don't think there's anything inherently wrong about the partner push but i do think it has some uh it has some weight to it, I think, in terms of like what people might think you expect. Yeah, exactly. As in, like, one of the things I say is like having a partner push is great because it means that you know you're work, you have a goal, you're working towards it. Um, oh, yeah. But now it's now it feels like that at least if I were to do it, I would worry that people would then start to feel obligated. Oh, he's doing a partner push. I should raid him. Yeah, and there's like a pressure on that, and yeah. uh, I'm not knocking anyone that does it because teach their own, and you know people will be glad to help people out with that. But that's just my take that I wouldn't do it myself right. if I weren't in the position already. I mean, right, right, right. Like that—that's just me. Like I don't think I'd ever do a partner push in myself as well. Like because I don't. Like yes, that is that is that is a goal. I have my own goals and stuff that I have set for myself, of course. I'm like a lot of us do, uh, but like, I don't want, I don't want people to feel obligated to have to be there. I don't want them. I want them just to be there if when they want to be there, and that's that's just and that's just been me the entire time that I've been a streamer. Um, if you're gonna be there, then you're there. I appreciate you being there. That's that's just my my whole thing and you're there most of my vrc streams so <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm there when you're not playing vrc as well but i'm usually lurking just lurking well see yeah. it, and i appreciate you i appreciate you just being there having fun that's the uh, if you if you're lurking if you're just sitting there listen to my voice as you sleep because some people have told me that my voice is soothing somehow and i don't even know how the hell i even get that but either way <laughs> i still appreciate you being there that's just, that's just my my way of saying anyway yeah yeah so yeah um i mean now uh, not a whole lot i mean for <laughs> if i can be honest in terms of my original goal for starting youtube and in making like you know friends out of it i could have said honestly i completed that within the first year <laughs> of me being on youtube and then the rest has just been me like figuring out what i'm doing from there <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty much like okay now what i've got this thing to focus on let's just go and i have seen uh 
uh, people rise and fall, start and stop. I have been around the block, you could say. Yeah. I've had tons of experience. I know what is a good idea, isn't a good idea, what what all kinds of... I could give advice for all kinds of channels and ideas. And, and I do if people ask, but a lot of the time... Uh, I'm also bad at following my own advice, and a lot of time it's because I'm stuck in my ways. Right, right. <laughs> so, so it's it's just a case of like I've got all I've got a lot of experience when it comes to it now, um, and uh, yeah, I mean I've I've kicked myself for many a times in in knowing I should have done something but didn't. I yeah we I mean yeah <laughs> we all yeah, have like, <laughs> been there done that. <laughs> I know for a fact if I had capitalized on a particular part of my YouTubing career, I probably would have had a much bigger impact. Uh, but I didn't because I'm old fashioned, right? <laughs> I'm not about milking something to get to get views and clicks, and I could have, but I didn't. Honestly, and that makes you more genuine. Honestly, like that makes you like. There is a lot of people out there that would say, "I'm not. I'm not going to drop any names or anything." But I know for a fact there is this one big VRC streamer who has come out and said, "I wish I wasn't as big as I am, and I wish I could do other things than what I do." And I don't want to get that get there like that either. I don't want to sit there and push and be like. Like, for example, playing nothing but the same game. I, like, I know for a fact, I, I get more viewers on VRC than I do when I play any other game. But I'm still going to play any other game because that's just what I want to do. And if those guys want to be there, then those are genuine fans. They are, Those are genuine people that want to be there for me and not just for what the content that I'm streaming. And, uh, well, they try to get the content out of me. That's the whole purpose of the streamer. That, that's not what the game that you're producing. It's the person that is playing it. And that... And, that on my purview on that anyway i mean that's that's the difference like <clears throat> and this is what i what i'll say to people when they're starting out or if they want to shift focus um or if they find that one thing in particular is doing better than another is that's the trade-off the trade-off is uh there are two different types of content variety and focus mm -hmm. and a lot of the time you will find more success and more consistent success by being a focus channel aka something that is specifically like focused on a one on one particular thing mm -hmm. uh, may it be vr chat for example um and you stick with vr chat you can find a community through that and that will come for you and vr chat alike and it will you can build around that the downside is uh, at least for someone like myself, is that I could never do that because I don't think I could put all my eggs in one basket. I like variety. I like being able to experience different things. So exactly. fixing myself to one thing is not my cup of tea. And variety is way harder to grow in unless you have some sort of really exceptional personality trait or something that really makes you stand out. Right. And I'm not saying that badly about anyone who doesn't. I'm just talking about there's like, there's like, you know, you have your, your great variety channels, like your successful variety channels. Okay. And then you have that like extra tier, like, you know, that, that 
break through the ceiling like your markiplier jacksepticeye yeah kind of yeah those you know, there, guys there's something yeah. extraordinary um in the way that they they hold themselves they present themselves um that really like that puts them one step above the rest not to say everyone else isn't as good but it's a case of like the thing that really put their foot in the door exactly like some of them yes they they started out playing playing this one certain game they started out with the series they, they started out with an idea like hey i'm going to record this i am going to stream this i'm and they start getting people coming in and some people like them for the personality so when they try out different things and those people see that those that some of those people are still coming in then that's that's what works and then like there's a lot of these big youtubers and stuff that will tell you like there like there there are moments when you know that there are things that are working better than what they are but you don't sit there and try to milk everything for what it is and just have fun with whatever you're doing uh, like for example markiplier and crank gameplays done a whole freaking year 365 videos every single day me and you screaming every time we're around but they <laughs> they done this whole thing and it was the most beautiful thing that i have ever seen come out of youtube because it was something that was like genuinely different you never knew what was going to happen and you had to tune in every single day to see what the heck they were doing and see what was going on and that's what brought out most of the attention and they, it's unfortunate that it didn't get more than what it did but at one point when they was ending it 1.5 million people were watching that and that is that is something insane and that is something that a lot of us as streamers that are starting out or streamers that are current currently even some of us that are like for you example that is, that is a partner that is something that we all dream to do one day is do something like that and do something that makes a big impact like that where we are not only like entertaining people with but we're also helping helping them get through their lives get through their day by just making their day just a little bit better in some form or fashion mm -hmm. yeah for sure there's uh it became less about um in the end for me it became less about myself i mean there is a part of it obviously i feel like you know i do this as well to uh fulfill my own creative wants and needs and my own my own want to entertain oh, but yeah. it does become a part where you're just like you get people that genuinely look forward to when you hit the go live button, mm -hmm. when you upload something, whatever you're doing, and they want to see what you have and what you, you know, how you've been. And, and they genuinely want to enjoy what you do. And that is the best thing someone can ask for. That is, that is the, one of the most beautiful feelings ever. Like I love whenever, like, I go hit go live on whatever I'm streaming, and I love just sitting there. Like as I'm, I, obviously I'm getting things ready. I'm not just sitting there staring at the screen like who's gonna say hi first. No, I'm over here like getting things ready. I like uh, I whenever I stream, I have this weird thing. When I, whenever I stream, I have to I have to light an incense, and like I I light the incense. I get the room going. I get my mood going. I get ready and. I love jumping on there and just seeing all like who all is like who all has come on there just to say hi like hi how are you doing how are you doing today Mako whatever and uh, that is a, just a beautiful feeling that like the people that come in the the notification crowd as what some people call them is 
sometimes the whole reason, the whole fulfillment and enjoyment that we get out of it. And I love it. I love every minute of it. I l- love every minute of it. Yeah. But uh, before we wrap up for this morning, uh, because, well, it's morning. This podcast episode won't come out till 4 in the afternoon Friday, 9 p.m. your time. Either way, um, it's it's right as of recording, it's 6.45 in the morning. I'm tired. I just got home from work. So before I wrap <laughs> this up, do you have any questions for me Hmm. that you would like to know from me personally? Hmm. Do I have any questions for you? Put me on the spot. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> he wasn't ready for this. <laughs> he, well, oh, well. Bef- while he's thinking of that, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you go over and check him out. So if you guys like variety things that's going on, he's a fantastic bean, ladies and gentlemen. Go to YouTube dot com forward slash mega g wolf he is right there the link is going to be in the description of this podcast and you can also check out his twitch at twitch.tv forward slash mega g wolf it is also going to be in the description of the podcast so if you guys want to go check him out three days a week on street on twitch i think it's three days a week three hours a week or three hours a stream yep mondays wednesdays and fridays at 9 p.m gmt or bst depending on Daylight savings, and I go on for three hours usually. Uh, it's been a bit all over the place lately, but that's just because uh, I'm a vampire and sleeping at proper time is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I like after we after we wrap up here, I'm going to go shower and then I'm going to go to bed and then I'm going to get up at two thirty in the afternoon and do my day all over again. Oh boy. <laughs> but uh, okay, I have a question. What you got? What do you think will be your main goal for your stream in 2021? My main goal for my stream would be, honestly, joining or creating via, via you know, doing a, doing a partner, but I don't want to rush anything. Joining or creating a team. I want to be, I want to feel like that I'm helping out a community of friends or a community of people that enjoy doing the, the same things that we do. And I, that is one thing that I've always wanted on Twitch is like, not, of course, partner is one of the big things that is one of my goals, but joining a team would like, and being a part of a team is, would be really cool for me in my own aspect. And that's one of my goals for 2021. And just, and, and to sell merch. To... No. <laughs> hey, do you want a team that is like one of the... Because there are two types of teams in Twitch in terms of the way that people handle them. Um, for example, I have a team, but what it is, is more of a passive like friend group slash people that I would recommend kind of group. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm also a member of Team Hope where they are more of an active like they will actively support raid and collaborate so what kind of what kind of group are you looking for is it just like a a group to be able to be like hey you know there's this i'm part of this group and you can just go and like casually explore and see if you find someone you like or do you want more of a group that you can actually like you know communicate coordinate and like like actually 
like do stuff with actively. Honestly, both of them sound really fun. Hmm. Either way, both of them sound really fun to me. Like, I would love to coordinate with other streamers and, like, have days where we are all working on the same goal. I would love that. That would be that would be so cool. And, but at the same time, I would love to also, like, hey, I have this bunch of friends that you guys can go check out. They're absolutely cool people. And, like, like honestly, I, 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 like, I do it. I do it constantly on my stream like whenever i see someone else that is even if they're a smaller streamer like it doesn't matter if i know that they stream i will sit there and yell at my chat like hey go follow this beat <laughs> i i do that constantly just because i love like i don't know i love getting a smile out of somebody's face just mm-hmm. doing like in one way or another not in any lewd way you fuckers but Ooh, woo. <laughs> uh, but uh, either way, that sounds it's, that sounds amazing. Honestly, either either or be, mm. I'd be fine. Well, I mean, with. you'll be you'll be happy to know you you can be in multiple teams, so it's not. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's not the end of the world if you uh, if you decide to like make one yourself or get invited to one. You can still make one yourself. You can. I don't know if there's a limit. I've been in three or four at the same time before. So, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so no worry about that. Uh, but I didn't know I you had know. one. Yeah, yeah, I got one that I just, uh, like, again, it's just like a, a passive one that it, it basically is people that I recommend. And also, if you're in it, you get added to my auto host list. <laughs> ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'll never make that. Shh. No. Um. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm joshing you. But, um,. I do appreciate you joining me this morning, my friend. Um, of course, I'll see you on game. Obviously, we hang, we, we hang out a lot, but he's a fantastic guy. Like I said, like he said, fantastic guys. Yes, you're more than one guy. He's fantastic, guys. Like, please go check him out on the Twitch and YouTube. They're both linked in the description below of this of this podcast. This one will not be uploaded to YouTube, uh, but. Uh, we greatly appreciate you guys joining us. Mega, do you have anything, any last words for them? Um, wear a mask and wash your hands. Let's get through this bullshit. I was hoping you wouldn't bring 2020 into this, but yeah, <laughs> let's, let's get through this shit. <laughs> we only got a month left. Oh, we only got a one month left. Oh boy. But again, do you have, do you have a, uh, um, anything that you like, like, uh, do you have, like, um, ah, hell, a catchphrase that you use whenever you say goodbye to people? Uh, the one thing I'd say at the end of, I don't say anything at the end of my streams necessarily, but the one thing that I would say at the end of my videos is, uh, it's, it usually devolves into, uh, thank you so much for watching, throw us a like if you enjoyed, I'll catch you next time, take care, Ow. okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> Read from script of every YouTube ever ever created. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, <pretty> much. <laughs> well, like my my whole thing, like ever since I started this whole thing, was like I try to tell people just do what they want to do, be yourself, love yourself, and always hail yourself. But uh, you guys, we'll see you on the next one. Bye bye. Bye bye.